When we set out to, uh, to do this series, I knew that there was someone who needed to be on our speaking, uh, our speaking list, and, uh, and that's because hers is a life that's a product of a life that's been refined, and, uh, and I'm excited for what the Lord has uh, prepared for Vonda Coble to bring to us today. I wanted to, uh, I was going to say, guys, we have a guest speaker today, but Vonda's not a guest speaker. She's family. Guys, welcome Vonda Coble. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let us go ahead and stand together for the word this morning. All right. The word that we are going to read this morning is coming from James 1. Two through four. Are we ready to read? Yes. Excellent. Let's begin. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We are so grateful to be in this house, in this season, in this time. I just pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you would use me as a vessel. Use me as a vessel this morning. Everything that you have given to me, I just pray that it be poured out into your people that you care so dearly about. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that you open up our ears to hear what it is that you have to say. Open up our eyes to see what it is that you have for us. Open up our hearts to receive what it is that you have for us today. And we will make sure to give you all the glory and all the praise. And everyone in this house says, amen. amen. Have a seat. Have a seat. Well, greetings. Greetings to you. There's an X right here, and I don't quite know if I'm supposed to stand here or not. No? Oh, wonderful. That's great. Because I'm the kind of girl that likes to move around. So, greetings to everyone. We have been in a series called who? Oh, okay. Three people know. Okay, one more time called who? Refining. Refining. This is an interesting word, yeah? Has it been an interesting time for you all as we've been learning about how to be refined? Pastor, um, Pastor Kevin O'Day shared with us at the beginning, he talked about being less of us and more like him. Yeah. Just in case you don't know, uh, Coble is my last name. So that whole macaroni and cheese situation. He was talking about my father-in-law, Bruce Coble, and he was absolutely correct about him. He will definitely be the last. But like the pastor said, that day the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, mm -mm, get right here, because he was teaching a lesson to Mr. O'Day. Hey, we have heard from Pastor Ronnie, and I tell you, Pastor Ronnie, I've listened to his sermon a couple of times. He had so many nuggets about living a life of sacrifice, so many nuggets. And I was so grateful, and I, I, shame on me, because what I should have done was listen to it with a pen and paper. And that is actually what I'm gonna do, because I can always go back and do that. But he had so many great nuggets. And one of the things that really identified with me was he was talking about sin. And he said, we do know that fear is sin. And it's so interesting. Some people don't really recognize that fear is sin. And we definitely live in a world now where there's so much anxiety. And you do know that anxiety is fear. I, I don't know if y'all know that. You can look it up. It's, it says that. But anyway, 
But we live in such a world with so much fear. But when we become living sacrifices to the Lord, how things change. And then Pastor Barbie came and she talked about those ashes and how they're so beautiful. And all of that is about refining. Yes, I'm old school, just in case you all don't know. I'm, uh, I've been in the teaching field for uh, over two decades, so I have notes. I watched everyone else and was like, they didn't even have notes. Oh, well, I have to have notes. I need to stay on track. Okay, because I can get a little distracted. Bunny squirrel, you know, so I've I got to stay focused. So I've got my notes up here. But today I have a question that I actually want to bring to you all. And the question is, do you really want to be free? Do you really want to be free? Um, Some years ago, I was watching um, a young lady and I forget her name, so I apologize but she was from Africa and she was talking about the brain and how the brain works and how you actually cause your brain to think is there has to be an ask, there has to be an answer, and there has to be a small discussion. And now I'm not talking about, you know, just like what color is this that's black. I don't really need to think about, you know, the ground is black here, you know, uh, that's grayish, but I'm talking about some real questions. If you want to cause yourself to think, you've got to ask, answer, and there really needs to be a little discussion. So I ask you, do you want to be free this morning? So we have Pastor O'Day giving his information about us being less like ourselves and more like Christ. But how do you actually know when that happens? How do you know that the character of Jesus is coming out of you versus the character of yourself? How do you know when you are a living sacrifice that everything that you do, that everything that you say, that every place that you go is a living sacrifice, that it looks like, sounds like, and feels like Jesus? How do you know that? How do you know when your ashes become beautified? Well, you find out, hey, handsome, you find out from tests and trials. Oh, y'all don't like those words? Test and trials. So a girl like me, a sister like me, I like to know a little bit about words, okay? Now, remember, I'm an educator, so I pretty much know what a test is. But I wanted to just look up the definition just in case. I'm so sorry. I don't really know what that little popping noise is, but it's okay. If you're all right, I'm good. You're good? Let's roll. Trials. It says, a test of performance, qualities, or suitability of someone or something. I'm going to say that again. Trial. A trial is a test of the performance, a test of the qualities, a test of suitability of someone or something. So a trial happens so that you are tested to see if you are qualified, if you're suitable, if you're ready for the situation. Okay? That's a trial. Test. A test is a procedure intended to establish the quality, performance, or reliability of something, especially before it is taken into widespread use. Right? I'm going to read it again because I'm a teacher. 
a procedure intended to establish quality, performance, or reliability of something, especially before it is taken into widespread use. Now, I used to, for a very long time, teach first graders, or my little people is what I called them. And of course, tests can bring fear, they can bring anxiety. So I would say to them, hey guys, a test is not a big deal. It really isn't. There are two types of tests that we're going to be taking in class. There's a pre-test and a post-test, okay? The pre-test just simply wants to know what you already know before I teach. So sorry, that was me that time. That's a pre-test. And then I'm going to teach you, right? I'm going to teach you some skills. And then a post-test, all I want to see is if you mastered what I taught you. Yeah? Do we agree? Wonderful. Sure. Excellent. So let's go, if you would, let's show the slide, the next slide here. So I want you to take a little moment. I want you to read that to yourself. Consider, which means to think about something carefully. It pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you are faced, confronted with trials, which are a test of the performance qualities or suitability of many kinds. Well, huh. I, I, <laughs> maybe it's just me. It could be just me. Y'all don't deal with these kind of things. But um, when I'm confronted with tests that are testing my qualities and suitabilities of many kinds, I'm supposed to consider it pure joy? Hmm. Are we talking about this kind of joy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't quite know what kind of joy it is um, that it's speaking about, but we're going to try to see if we can figure it out today, okay? I need a guest. I need a guest. Miss Melanie Martin, would you come see me, please? This is, oh, 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 that's so great. That's one of her students' platform. That's wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, Melanie Martin. Okay, she happens to be one of my teachers at my school, and I asked her if she would help me with something because, you know, I'm a visual kind of a person. So I want you to kind of see something, okay? This is me, not you. This is just me in life. I'm just going on about life. Hey, girl, how you doing? How things are, oh, okay, huh, okay. I'm just going on about life. Things are wonderful. Hey, girl, how you doing? Hey, girl, hey, girl, I see you over there, G. Oh, Okay. Oh, 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 she knocked my mic off that time. Okay. She's just going on about life. We're going on. Life is happening. Life is wonderful. It's great. It's great. Oh. <laughs> oh. The, the, She's making me chase her. I am. <laughs> I'm making her work. These are my tests and my trials that what happens that keep confronting me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's give her a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Give her a hand. Thank you, Miss Martin. So I'm supposed to consider it pure joy when I'm faced and confronted with many tests that come my way. So there's a young man in the uh, scriptures that, and, and I'm sure you all know about him. His name is Job. Holler if you know about Job. All right, there it is. You know about Job. And um, I, I, I read one time... Um, and really paid attention to the story. And I kind of just wanted to um, share this with you. Now, um, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit closer um, because of my age. Just, okay, just FYI, okay? It's in Job. It says, then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Well, 
Just in case you don't know, there was a little conversation between the Lord and Satan. And Satan went up and he was talking with the Lord. I'm paraphrasing this, okay? And the Lord said, hey, Satan. And he said, hey, hey, how you doing, Lord? And um, again, paraphrasing it, read it yourself. And, um, and he said, so what are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just walking around earth, you know, trying to do what I do. You know, frustrate people, get on their nerves. You know me. And the Lord said, oh, have you considered my servant Job? Now, first of all, <laughs> when I read that, I said, wait a minute, Lord, you were the one who brought the spotlight to Job? Yes, Vonda, I did. And Satan said, well, I mean, yeah, I thought about him, but I mean, you got this whole, you know, little covering over him. I can't do nothing to him. And the Lord said, well, do whatever you want to do. Don't touch his life. And Satan said, And this is where we are right now. It said, one day when Job's son and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby. And the Sabines, I think, I don't know if that's pronounced right. It's probably wrong. We just go move on. They attacked and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword. And I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from the sky and burned up the sheep and the servants. And I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the cherubims formed their uh, three raiding parties and swept down on the camels and carried them off. They put the servants to the sword and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you while he was still speaking, yet another messenger came. Now I'm gonna stop right there and just tell you, FYI, that last messenger came to say that the, um, the children that were partying, they all died. Now, when I read that, I went, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, Jesus. So you mean to tell me that you're sitting here talking to somebody and then somebody else comes and gives you bad news? Hold on. And then it's the second person and then somebody else comes and, and you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now you talk about Satan doing this. I mean, he just went boom, 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 right after, right after, right after. And this is what I need you to hear. At this, Job got up and tore his robe. Now, you all, you know about, Bar Pastor Barbie told you about the sackcloth and what they did when things happened terrible. And that was just what he did. And he shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground and worshiped. Hold on, get a little closer. Then he fell to the ground in worship. And said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. And all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Now, I know I'm not Jesus, and I'm here to tell you I'm not Job either, okay? I don't know if I would have done the same 
if that came back to back to back to back to back with me. I'm just being honest with you. I'm sure you all would have done the exact same thing that Job did because you all go to Springhouse. <laughs> Amen. So I'm just being honest with you. I don't quite know if I would have done that. But the Lord is asking us to consider it pure joy. Consider it. The it is being confronted with many tests of performance, of qualities, or suitability. So you want me, Lord, to consider it pure joy when my son comes to me to tell me that he has impregnated his girlfriend. You want me to consider it pure joy when I've lost my job due to COVID. You want me to consider it pure joy when my best friend has turned his or her back on me. You want me to consider it pure joy when somebody has ran my name through the church. No, no, not this church, not this church. That stuff like that don't happen here. Not this church. You want me to consider it pure joy when I just find out that a loved one is getting ready to pass. You see, that's the it. Consider it to think about something carefully when I'm confronted with many trials. Well, I've got two questions that's going to make you think. Why? Why? Why would I consider it pure joy? And then how, right? Now, if we were in the classroom right about now, I'd say, talk to your partner and see, why do you think you would do that? How do you think we would do that? But I just don't know if you all are going to do what I ask you to do. And then I flick on the lights and off and then you come back, you know, and we're all together. So we're not going to do it. But I want you to think about it. Okay. Think about it. So Mr. O'Day, it's funny. It, Pastor Kevin O'Day and I are friends. And so I'm always like, do I call him Kevin? Do I call him Kev? Do I call him Pastor? You know, like, I don't know what to call the man. <laughs> but he said that he knows Bonda Coble has had many trials and many tests, which just a little background. I am um, the middle child that is sandwiched between two amazing people. One is uh, definitely a leader. She came out of my mother's womb and said, what do you want me to lead? Where are the people? I got it. Okay. Right, Pastor Allen? Hello. Pastor Allen, actually, side note, he went down with me to Memphis one time. And before we went, I said, now listen, because if you know me, you're going to say, Vonda's expressive and Vonda's loud and Vonda's this. And I just said, listen, let me just tell you, my sister is me times 10. Just want you to know. Okay. So on the drive home, I said, what you, what you think? He said, no, 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 no. Your sister is not you times 10. Your sister is you on steroids. So that's who's in front of me. Then behind me, I have this amazing athletic young man. You know, there's a girl, a girl, and then a male. So I'm sandwiched in between. I call them my bookends, Vicky and Melvin. So as I was growing up and things, there was really not much for me to say. There was no really need for me to say anything because Vicky was going to say it. I don't need to say anything. And if for some reason it didn't get caught, Melvin was going to say it. 
So I was just there. I was pretty much seen and not heard. So I went on about life. I went to college. And when I got to college, I got a little grown. I thought to myself, yeah, 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 this is me. It's me. Hey, you. It's me. So I was very, you know, and then I very uh, loud all of a sudden. Um, I figured that people laughed at some things that I said and was like, oh, okay. People laugh too? Oh, I got this. So I just enjoyed life. Unfortunately, I was without the Lord. Now I am a PK, so I know who the Lord is. I know who God the Father is. I know who God the Son is. But for some reason, I didn't quite have a relationship with the Spirit. But I went on about life. And then right there, I saw the most amazing man on the campus of Trevecca Nazarene College. He was the finest and the most talented. And I said, that is who I'm going to be with. That's going to be my man right there. That's going to be my man. And, well... I'm not too shabby myself. And he thought to himself, hey, who's that girl right there? I think I might want to get to know her. Well, long story short, 25 years later, we're together. Isn't that wonderful? Now, everybody, don't clap. Don't clap. And I did say everybody. I did not say everyone. I said everybody on purpose. I said everybody. We didn't quite do things the way the Lord wanted them to be done. And so we actually got pregnant before we got married. I know that's why I said don't clap. Don't clap. We're not clapping for, you know, out of wedlock situations. They happen, but we're not going to clap for them, okay? Because we did not follow the Lord. Thank you. Uh, uh, young people, you, you heard what I said, right? Okay, thanks. Okay, wonderful. Somebody's listening. He's way too young, but it's all right. Somebody's listening. <laughs> So, we started life. But when I got pregnant, that's what changed everything for me. Because I realized, Vonda, this little thing that you got going on is not working. It's not working. You've got to find something better. And I went home ashamed. My mother was the director of an um, abstinence program. And you know, my father's a pastor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm going to go ahead and take this off. So uh, when I went home, I was really under a lot of shame, but I knew something needed to change. And my father happened to begin to preach about the Holy Spirit. And so I got very curious because here's the thing. Again, this doesn't happen to any of you all, but I'm a PK. And when we had summer camp, I got saved. Yes, I got saved. I don't want to go to hell. I need to get myself together. And then I went off and lived whatever kind of life I wanted. And then we came back to summer camp, and that sermon scared me. And I was like, I will not be burning for the rest of my life. And I got my soul right. And then I went on about life, and I did whatever I wanted to. It was a pattern. But this time, I said, no, 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 no. This has got to stick. And so I met the man, Jesus Christ. And I received his Holy Spirit in July of 1995, and my life has not been the same. Yes, 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 yes. I definitely received the free gift of Jesus Christ. It was free, 
but I had to walk a life that cost everything. And I had many different trials and I had many different tests over and over and over, just like what Miss Martin showed. It was like I just couldn't get away from them over consistently. And there have been times where I would say, Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't do another one. And even while I was studying for this Sunday, I said, Lord, I still just don't quite understand how I'm supposed to consider it pure joy, not just joy, but pure joy. And he said, Vonda, look up the word refine. Now, everybody in here knows what the meaning of refine is. We've already been going through it. Pastor O'Day has already shared with it. But there was something different in this particular one that he allowed me to read. And refined, it says, to bring to a fine or a pure state free from impurities. Now, I had not heard the word free in that definition before. Free from impurities. And the Lord said, Vonda, all the tests and the trials that you've gone through were to free you from yourself. To bring you into my son. Free. That's why I asked you the question, do you want to be free? So we've got all these situations that come. They come into our life. We're faced with them. We are confronted with them. But the issue is we don't quite understand the test. See, there's a difference. We're going to compare and contrast test, okay? There's a test in the classroom, and then there's another type of test. I see that I got my little high schoolers over here. So, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. So my high schoolers right there. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell me two words, two words. I want you to think about this. Two words that you hate for your teacher to say when you come into the classroom. There it is. It came from over here. It's supposed to come from over here. What is it? Pop quiz. Pop quiz, pop quiz, pop quiz. Well, good morning, everybody. We've got a pop quiz. And you be like, oh, 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 pop quiz. Hold on, hold, hold. Wait, I, 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 I'm not what? I'm not. Yeah. See, the difference between a classroom test is you going, you're going into school. You know, you're going to have to be tested. Here is the material. Here is the test. And the test will say, if I have passed, if I have failed, if I have 80%, if I have 60%, if I have 70%, if I got 90%. But a pop quiz? <laughs> a pop quiz is completely different because you might not be ready. Here's the situation. In real life, yes, the word is their test. But guess what they are? Pop quizzes. Right? They are pop quizzes. So, Billy Joe. Anybody in here named Billy Joe? Got one hand, but I don't know if he was raising it for that. Billy Joe. No, Billy Joe's excellent. Here's Billy Joe. Billy Joe gets in the car. Gets in the car. He's getting ready to go to work. It's a great day. It's a wonderful day. Zoom. Hey, you. And, and, and then finger movements happen. Did, did y'all? Okay, y'all got it, right? Okay. Pop quiz. How did Billy Bob do? Is his name Billy Bob or Billy Joe? Billy Joe. Thank you. How did Billy Joe do? Did he fail the test? Talk to me. Did he fail? He failed. Okay. But here's the problem. He doesn't see the paper that says he failed. He's still mad at the car. Next day, Billy Joe, right? 
Billy Joe. Mm, mm, mm. This such a great day. This such a zoom. Hey, you, no fingers this time. People, please. Okay, You're getting a little bit closer, right? A little bit closer. Next day. Mm, mm, mm. Billy Joe. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. That person must be in a hurry because they just cut right in front of me. <laughs> okay. How's it going? Is he passing? He's passing, right? Here we go. Next day. What did I get? What did I get? Billy Joe finally made it 100%. Yeah? He finally made it 100%. The problem is, that's not how it happens in real life. Pop quiz all the time. Pop quiz, pop quiz, pop quiz. You have pop quizzes all of the time, but you never get the paper that says, okay, that was about a 30%. You're going to have to try that again, Vonda. We never get the paper that says that, but you have all the time pop quizzes all of the time. You wake up, you leave, you go to the restroom, you hear your husband, he woke up too, you come back to the bed, the bed is still all made. Pop quiz. You go to bed and you know that you have asked your spouse to clean up all the dishes. And when you get up early in the morning ready to conquer the world, you go down to the kitchen and you see pop quiz. <laughs> the reality is that we have pop quizzes all of the time, right? Remember, I asked you a question. Why? Remember that question? Why should I consider it pure joy? And then I ask you the question, how do I consider it pure joy? Because pop quizzes, they come all the time, all of the time. So I'm going to share with you all just a couple things that help me how I consider it pure joy. Because remember, the Lord is showing me, I want you to be free from yourself, Vonda, and more like my son. One of the things that helps me is that I do not forget my BC. You know what my BC is, right? Tell me what my BC is. You got it. I never forget what the Lord brought me from, ever. Now listen, listen real carefully. I don't allow the enemy to condemn me either, okay? I don't have time for that. Listen, I worked for him long enough, right? He don't have any benefits. He treats me wrong. He's always trying to kill me. He wants to steal from me, and he wants to destroy me. And I'm not talking about that kind of kill. I'm talking about all kind of kills. Kill my joy. Kill my patience. Kill my love. I'm talking the problem is we think about him. Oh, he's not killed. I'm still alive. Oh, no. Something just died in you. And not for the Lord, okay? I don't forget where the Lord brought me from. Because I recognize I could go back if I'm not careful. Another thing that I do is I become self-aware. I don't know if you all become self-aware. Not only do you need to become self-aware, but you need to become human aware. Now listen, I look pretty young, don't I? I do, thank you. I do. I do, I appreciate it. It's genetics and Jesus is what I say. Okay? Okay? The reality is that I've been living for a while. And so I pay attention to life and I pay attention to human beings because whether you like it or not, we are all the same. Different in so many ways, but all the same. 
And when you recognize, oh, she did that because she's hurt. It don't have anything to do with me. Oh, he said that because he's hurt. It has nothing to do with me. Oh, I said that because I'm broken. It don't have anything to do with him. Focus. Know yourself. Know human nature. Third thing is focus on God. Focus on God. It's interesting, the songs that we sang this morning, they keep you focused on the Lord. So regardless to what you bring in here, regardless to what happened when you came to this house, it causes you to focus on him. Focus on him. Learn about him. So when the pop quiz comes up, guess what? You're ready. You got to be ready. But you can't be ready unless you open it up. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Yeah. Turn off the phone. Turn off the TV. Read it. But before you read it, ask him to speak to you. Before you read it, ask him to join the situation because there's a lot of stuff in here, people, a lot. Some of it, I go, Lord, that don't even make any sense. How in the world are you going to tell Abraham that, yes, do what Sarah says when Sarah made that bed? Y'all, that just that flew me, okay? Just really quickly, in case you don't know this, Sarah was a, a woman uh, years ago, okay? And she was actually wanting a child because the Lord had already told her that they were going to have children, tons of children. And so she said, I got it, I got it, I got it. You, come here, come here, because for some reason, I can't carry a child. You, come here, come lay with my husband. And he did it. Okay, first of all, that blew my mind. Abraham, I know I told you to sleep with her, but you're going to do it anyway? Well, you told me to. Whole nother story, right? Anyway, she does get impregnated, and then life happens, things happen, and then all of a sudden, oh, the Lord blesses me with exactly what he said he was going to do. Hmm, trust him. But anyway, and then situations happen. We got all this stuff going on, and then I look at the child right there, and I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't like this. Mm-mm, he got to go. I don't like her. I don't like the child. They got to go. And Abraham blesses the heart. He goes to the Lord and he's like, Lord, what do I do? And the Lord said, do what she said. Do what she said? This is the bed that you made, Sarah? What you mean, do what she said? But y'all, read it. It's the way it happened, I'm telling you, okay? But when you say that makes no sense, is it just me? Probably. Yeah, that's okay. It's, it's just me. It don't make any sense to me. Read it. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. And he will tell you everything that you need for your life's situation, even the ones that don't make sense. Then the last one is trust. You got to trust the Lord. You got to trust the Lord. It's not easy. I, I, I will not stand here and tell you it is easy. It's just like skipping down the road. Oh, yeah, I trust the Lord. Uh-huh. Yeah, I trust him. Uh-uh. Jesus, I do not understand this at all. This makes no sense to me. I don't even understand why this situation has come my way. 
This is ridiculous. It hurts. That person is not right. They are wrong. I know I'm right. I've read your word and I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. But I'm going to trust you. You see, that word but changes everything. Now, for the little people, I'm talking about B-U-T, okay? Because they're in here. Okay, it's a conjunction, okay? It changes everything. Doesn't mean it makes sense. Doesn't mean I have to even like it. But I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. All right, I have a little video here. Look at my time. Okay, I got a little bit of time. Got a little video. I want you to watch this, just a little bit of this, okay? So what we have here, we have this cougar. And this cougar is trapped in a mountain. And some fellas have come across him. And they want to save him from the trap, okay? We're not going to watch the whole thing. But I want you to see just a bit. I want you to walk. Look at him. Look at him. He's just making all kind of noise. You don't even know if the noise is because of the trap. You don't know if the noise is because of what he sees coming. But he's not happy. He's not happy at all. And you'll see. They're trying. They're trying their hardest to keep him still. Why? Because he's dangerous. Yeah. But they want to free him. But look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He doesn't recognize why they're there. It's not like they said, hey, cougar, how are you today? We'd actually like to free you from this. And he said, oh, okay, cool. You want me to stand still? You want me to be still? You want me to go to the left? You want me to go to the right? No, he's fighting for his life, even though he's trapped. The whole purpose is for them to set him free. Now, I stumbled upon this, you guys. I don't even know how. I really don't. But I was intrigued because I was watching. Now, you can't hear, but if you were listening to it, he's just screaming and wailing and making all kinds of noise. And these two men are doing the best that they can to free him, but he's fighting. Well, they finally freed him. We can stop right there and look at him. He got away. After I watched it, the Lord said to me, he said, Vonda, that's me and my children. I want to free them. I want them to be free. But they fight. They fight me. They fight me because they don't trust me. They fight me because they don't understand. They fight me all of the time. But my whole purpose is just to set them free. If you would, do me a favor and put the scripture back up from the beginning, if you don't mind. I just really want to encourage you all. In order for us to consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever we face many trials of many kinds, excuse me, this is part of the reason. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything, refined. You've got to accept the test and the trials that come your way. They're there for a reason and a purpose. Those of you that are going to worship, if you don't mind, would you come out? They're there for a purpose. I'm not saying you have to understand them, please. I'm not saying you have to enjoy them. 
I'm not saying you have to like them. But I want you to think about them, consider them the blessing that they are. The Lord wants you to be free. He wants you to be free of what you say. What do I need to be free of? Yourself. (laughs) We are living in a day that is so different than the days that we've ever seen before. The Lord allowed COVID to hit. And I don't know about you, but I was sitting in a place where there was reality. I am not in control. Many things changed. Some changed for the positive, some changed for the worse. You all, if you think, you can go ahead and begin. If you think that that was big, hold on, or buckle up, as my daughter tells me. Buckle up, buttercup. We are about to embark in a season and a time that the Lord is wanting you to see just where you are. It's 2020. We all forgot that 2020 was perfect vision. We came into 2020 like, yes, yes, people, here we are. And then life hit and we all went, whoa, 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 whoa. But did you see the way you responded? Did you see the way people in your family responded? Did you see the way the world responded? We are in a time where we need to shine and not Vonda's shining, but Jesus. Jesus needs to shine. So if you would, I think the elements are coming. Yes. As you are partaking Jesus this morning, I want you to think about tests and trials in your life. And I want you to consider them pure joy. If you didn't pass the test, don't worry, another's coming. If you didn't complete everything you wanted to complete, no worries. You're going to have another opportunity. I want to bless you this morning with the encouragement that Jesus never fails. He is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. You can trust him. Regardless to your test, regardless to your trials, he will refine you.